So how was your week? It was uh, uneventful. Um, I spent two days in a row with the fancy gentleman. I'm sorry. Uh, we went to, we went to, uh, well, Friday night, it was, he wanted to go out for his birthday, upcoming birthday, it wasn't the day of. So we went and did what we used to do for fun, which was go to the casino, which uh, I call Casino Yes. And uh, we went and we, we, we met up, hung out. We tried to go play Spanish 21, which is a version of Blackjack. I think I've explained this before. You know what Spanish 21 is? Yes. Okay. So Spanish 21 is slightly different. It doesn't have any 10s in the deck. It still has face cards. Uh, so you still have cards that equal 10. But you can double down any time you have a 10 or 11. It doesn't have, doesn't have to be on the first two cards. Because right. there's less 10s. It makes it harder. Um, and Adam loves that game. Um, and I'll say this here. I've never been a fan of Spanish 21. My biggest joke is if it was called Spanish 22, I'd be a millionaire. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we went looking for that. And there was only two whole tables of that open on the floor. So we were like, oh, okay, we, we can't find any of those. We asked them, uh, one of Adam's other friends, John, asked them to open up a table. Can we like they're like you have Spanish twenty ones with like you know nobody at? Could you get us a dealer? And he's like, oh, we don't have enough dealers. Sorry, go find something else. Kind of a deal. <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay. So then we're walking around. We're like, all right, let's just play ordinary blackjack. And we try to find a table. And like I'm like no like starting bets twenty five dollars twenty dollars. And then the lowest they had was fifteen. I guess Spanish twenty one is a lower start. No, no, that they could start at anything. But okay. back when I used to play more, the, the they would start at ten dollar tables. They'd have they'd have one five dollar tables for like the real cheapy degenerates. And, Me. Uh, but then ten, and then it would go up from there, fifteen to usually twenty five. Um, so there was nothing lower than fifteen, which I hate a fifteen dollar table because if you're gonna get a hundred dollars in chips, fifteen dollars doesn't work. Right, right. Um, that starts getting into. Like, oh, and my OCD, it's like 10 or 20. That's it. You got to get $105 in chips, and then that doesn't make any sense. Right. So we ended up finding a table for 20 with a uh, with a, a dealer named Eric, a top-knot uh, dealer with named Eric, who was an assassin. We were done within 20 minutes, all of us. We sat down. It was just the three of us at a table. Uh, it was me, John. Yeah, me, John, and Adam. Um, no, there was somebody else too. Uh, Robbie was there for a little bit, and then we just all got squashed. And it was like basically started out. It was like lose, lose, push, lose, win. Oh, I won one. Push, lose, lose, and just done. Threw a hundred bucks in like no time. So we walked around. Uh, John is married. His wife and a friend was there, and they were playing slots, and they were cleaning up. Which was nice. I was like, "Can I get my money back if you guys win big?" Uh, but that didn't work. So uh, Adam had a few beverages while we were playing, and I drove him home. And he got a greasy steak and cheese sandwich at Sheets, and then went home to sleep. So I was gonna ask, um, you know, obviously with the Sheets right across the way from the casino, are there any food places still open in the casino? Okay, for, well, we didn't stop at Sheets on the way out. We got when we got closer to home. He was gotcha. like, okay, I've, cha- "I've changed my mind. I want something." Because I was like, "Oh, do you want something on the way home?" And he's like, "No." And he's on the way back. He's like, "Yeah, I kind of want something." 
<laughs> Changed his mind at the last uh, minute. Birthday weekend boy's prerogative, right? <laughs> That's right. But there's still the sheets outside, but the the casinos become a shithole from what I remember because I haven't really gone there in like a couple years because we didn't gamble before the pandemic even a little bit because mm-hmm. Adam had bought the house and, you know, he was becoming a, you know, a, 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 he was having his years of uh, fiscal responsibility or whatever. Yeah. So we went and now there's like, I don't know, the last time you were there, there's, you know, where Johnny Rockets is and then there's the food court. Yeah. Okay. So there's like, a pastry place on the left, which has like, you know, cheesecake and whatever. That's still there. Johnny Rockets is still there. But now Johnny Rockets sells pretzels. I'm like, oh, there's a pretzel place in the food court. Uh, but Johnny Rockets sells the worst pretzels on the face of the earth. I had one. <laughs> Disgusting. They were dry. The cheese was shitty. I was like, what are you doing to me? Um, so I go back. I'm like, well, there's pretzels here. There must be back here. That wall behind where the the pastries are that's supposed to be like that was like the ice cream place the ben and, and jerry's and an emerald yes, and all that that's other shit. all a solid wall now Ugh. there's nothing there but uh, sanit- uh sanitizer dispensers is the tony luke still there yes but it was okay. that was open and then there was a pizza place there that was closed at nine o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> That's a great sign. Right. Which I don't know if they're closed, closed. You know what I mean? Like they could be gone for good and they just haven't cleaned the place out yet. Yeah. It was like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. They're, they're, maybe it was more towards 10, but they were closed. Shut down the, you know, the great, the gate down and everything. And then they had like a kiosk with like Middlewort's pretzels and sodas and stuff. And that was it. Now there's still like the Ruth Chris's and stuff like that. I but I didn't go around and look and see if the buffet is still there. I was like, this blows. And then the other thing, they they didn't have a lot of tables out, like open to play. And yeah. then on every table, first base had tape and an X over it, so you couldn't play that spot. Which we could not figure out why. When we asked, the dealers like, I don't know, they just they just do that. Like, I'm like, so you're, you're, you don't have a lot of tables open. You don't have a lot of dealers. Then if there's six spots at a table, you close one off. I don't know. And then the, the tables, like the actual blackjack tables, like they were all st- like the felt was all stained. And I'm like, these come off so you can change the games, invest in new, like tabletops. I, I, I have to assume if they can't, keep a pizza place open and they can't keep enough dealers staffed mm-hmm. to do like one table of your precious Spanish 21. Oh, they had two, but they were full. Yeah. Why open the third and make money, you know? Right. Well, again, you have to pay a dealer to do whatever it is that they're doing. And I'm sure they probably make more money from the slot jockeys. Yeah, there is a ton. Like, and the tables, like it just seems like there's less table uh, area, uh-huh. um, like just for give, get, like physical games. Everything was slots, and they were they they were doing brisk business. Oh yeah, yeah. The one thing is, I did get to see because I had never been there before. They got sports betting. Yes. Um, was the sports book area, which John called the saddest sports book in the history of the world. And I looked in, I was like, yeah, it's less of a sports book, more of a sports pamphlet. So. Oh, my God. It was terrible. It's like a room the size of comics on the green. Okay. And they just had, like, a couple of couches you can make your bets. And I'm like, 
No, a sports book should have like a lot of room, should have like a bar. I didn't know if there was a bar in there. Should have like food. Because if I'm betting, I'm there the whole day. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I, I don't know. But I kind of want to go down and I want to see if there's anybody who's on a – anybody on our networks who likes to do opportunities wants to go to a sports book some Sunday next year. I don't know. How far is uh, Lancaster from us? I don't know. <laughs> how far is uh, up the road from me from us? <laughs> right. But, yeah, so I spent – like I said, I spent the Friday with Adam. Then Saturday I spent some time with Adam and some other people. And then we were going to watch The Last of Us on Sunday. But yes. I think Adam was tired of hanging out with me after two days in a row. Right now, he claims on Friday that he ran into uh, Fig Daddy Cool, but uh, he's yet to provide any photographic proof of this. That's right. And I did see Fig Daddy Cool say, Fig Daddy Cool's everywhere all at right. once. So, did you? I, I was going to say, I figured if anywhere, you would have seen Fig Daddy Cool in the, in the restroom. Oh, yeah. When I went to go to the kiosk, he was getting some Middlewurst barbecue. Right. There you go. <laughs> I offered him some of my pretzel. He turned it down. Right. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, so Adam and you and a ton of us were all up at DJ of Wings on Wings and We Need Wrestling's house uh, with the lovely Michelle uh, to watch the World Wrestling Entertainment's presentation of the Royal Rumble. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it was fun. People were there, had a good time, made some pizza, mm-hmm. ate some uh, little cocktail weenies and uh, those were good. Watch like five hours of wrestling. I will say this. I go up there and I and I had a good time. I was talking with you guys, but Michelle fired a lot of shots at me that I liked wrestling. And I was like, I thought we were supposed to be in this together. Uh-huh. But if she wants to start a beef, I'm okay with that. All right. She she was and I I didn't get to do my joke because she kept going. You you know a lot about wrestling. You know a lot about wrestling. You must love it. So when I t- when I hear her talk about misogyny, I'm gonna go. You sure know a lot about misogyny. You must really like it, Michelle. <laughs> just just because I'm in, inundated and assaulted with it and it sticks in my brain doesn't mean I like it. Right. So. It's it's in there under protest. Yes, under duress. Yes. But I really showed up for the pizza. So right. that was really... Um, and the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Let's not... Oh yeah, let's not sell it short. Let's uh, not mince words. Yes, words. But yeah, there was a lot of pitch black. It was a pitch black fountain, right? <laughs> which I'm gonna blow up DJ spot. And I'm like, how much was that? And he tells me, and I'm like, that's a lot of money. Because I'm just gonna clean it and put it back in the box and take it back. Yeah. Um, and the the uh, as as he was doing a test run with it, you know, obviously as it's going through the fountain. Yeah, it's foaming because it, of the. It, Okay, well, it's taking all the carbonation out of the soda, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it did. It said on the thing, it's like, oh, you could use it for soda, right? But, like, yeah, you could use it for soda, but it takes all the carbonation out of it. So pitch black is, like, a black beverage, I guess, right? I think it's more of a purple. Okay, so it's black, it's purple, whatever it is. But as they're running the Mountain Dew pitch black through the fountain, the foam was blue, like a bright blue. Right. <laughs> I think it says right on the can, do not use uh, pitch black in a fountain and or consume it. <laughs> you beat me to it. It just says do not use. That's right. <laughs> uh, but I drank my first Mountain Dew in my entire life. It was Mountain Dew pitch black uh, zero sugar. Yes. And uh, it was a soda that I drank. 
I, I know you're a crab juice man, so <laughs> that's right. But uh, I did have, and I have a couple. Uh, I have a couple uh, leftover Mountain Dew Zero pitch blacks in my refrigerator to celebrate if a certain team doesn't win the Super Bowl. So, oh, okay. I won't say which one because I don't want to make any enemies on the show on the on the <laughs> network because two people in the network have a team in the in them and they're both one of the thirty one rivals to the right. Las Vegas Raiders. So D- did Tom Brady get traded in between like two weeks ago and this week? No, a lot of c- coaching changes, but no uh Tom Brady moving yet. I he hear told- the I hear the latest rumor is the Jets now. No, that's Aaron Rodgers. The latest rumor for uh and been going on with Tom Brady is the 49ers, especially after uh Brock Purdy got his elbow hurt. Oh, poor Brock Purdy. Yep. Uh, but I haven't watched that Last of Us yet. It's a, it's 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 in the queue to watch. You know. I will say this: the third episode mm-hmm. was really good. Like I went to sleep depressed in a good way. <laughs> okay. It was like it was a really depressing episode because it's about apocalyptic world, and I was like. This is really good. But that being said, mm-hmm. everything with the zombie, like, not to give anything away, everything with the zombies, I call them zombies because whatever they are, they call them clickers or whatever. Um, everything with them, I find okay with the two main characters, Ellie and Joel. All right. But they do these flashbacks that have nothing to do with the main story, but kind of how we got here. And all that's fascinating. It's so much more well done. Um, mm-hmm. And the two characters that were the crux of this third episode, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down with the show. But the Mandalorian and the small girl from Game of Thrones, I'm like, yeah, I, I, you got to get me there. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll enjoy it. It's got a heavy Walking Dead at its peak vibe. You know yeah, what I mean? that's that's a lot of what I see people saying is like. Watching Last of Us reminds me of how bad the last couple seasons of Walking Dead are. Right. Yep. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's let's, everything with me. Anything new? Say, so let's get to my shenanigans, huh? All right. Go ahead. All right. Um. So you know, social media. Uh, <laughs> I, I regularly tell people how to tweet and so forth, and you you learn by doing on here, right? Or not doing, and you're not. Place for- so, Todd, I'm sure you've seen those accounts um, where they're like nostalgia accounts where they'll just post up like a picture of like a toy or a scene for like the cast of a TV show. Right. Mm-hmm. And it'll say, who remembers this show? And it'll get like twenty six thousand likes. Right. Right. OK. Uh, so Joe Morata, if you remember Joe, he does uh, a wrestling podcast. He helped us with our audio issues a couple months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he tweeted out and said that if my account, because, you know, they talk about old wrestling and whatever. And he goes, if my account ever becomes that, please let me know so I can never stop punching myself in the face. Right. But careful. That's self-harm, Joe. Okay. Okay. So he says that. And I reply, oh, don't do that. Run your head into a wall instead. <gasps> so he replies, who remembers walls? And I reply with a picture of a brick wall and says, if you had this wall growing up, you probably had a lucky childhood. So we're just going back and forth making jokes like this, right? Mm-hmm. 
off the wall and then other people are chiming in and whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. So that's Thursday. Okay. Off the wall, literally. But anyway, so Friday morning, I wake up to find out that because of that tweet, my Twitter account is locked for a week. (sighs) Second best week of my life. (laughs) The first one was the first time it was shut down. So now the first time, it was like, okay, it's you're under review. If you delete the tweet and admit that you were wrong, then we'll unsuspend your account. This could take up to two weeks if you don't, and so on and so forth, right? Right. And didn't it delete it for you? Okay, so that's the other thing. It deletes it for you, right? So that's admitting that you were wrong. Right. Well, again, if if I can't delete the tweet that's causing the problem, how can I admit my wrongdoing, right? Right. Tweet it out. Oh, no, wait, you can't. So again, I get the message that says my account has been has has been locked, um, and it says that uh, proceed to your account. You know, and it says, um, and it, and it gives me, you know, it gives me like the whole big long thing about suicide and self harm, um, and so on and so forth. And at the top of my Twitter account, the only way that I use my Twitter account is through a browser. Right? I feel like a dirty person using it through my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, it says. After careful review, we've determined your account broke the rules of Twitter. Yes. (laughs) Your account is temporarily in read-only mode, which means you can't tweet, retweet, or like content. Most accounts regain full access in a week, but it could take longer, right? You're not most people, though, Joe. I am not most people. Now, when I log into my phone, I get, like, a countdown that says how long it'll be until my my account is active again, right? Right. I hope it's an odometer, like on a on a on an old car, but go ahead. Now I literally can't like I could read Twitter from the browser, right? But I can't like interact with tweets at all. Because you said at one point you could like them, right? Okay, so on my phone it was doing the same thing for the first day, and then Saturday night I noticed it was allowing me to like and retweet stuff, but I couldn't like reply. Like as soon as I hit reply, it would pull up the thing that says my account is locked. I would hit like or retweet, and it would tell me that it was liking and retweeting stuff, but it's not liking or retweeting stuff. It just shows I, me that I'm liking and retweeting stuff. Right, because I went and I looked, you said that, and I was like, oh, I want to check something out. And I looked and I went to your page and there's, yep. there's no tweets, you know, for a couple of days because, you know, you got locked down. Right. And I went to like, let me check his likes. And it's at the same point. The last time you had a tweet was the last time you had a like. And I'm like, I, I'll tell him when I talk to him, yeah. but it, it ain't working for him. No, but like I said, my phone tells me it's liking and retweeting stuff, uh, but it's not like I figured maybe, that out eventually. Maybe it'll you know? all, like be liked when you come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it just it's it sucks because it's inconvenient, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was just making a stupid joke. And, you know, we've I've been in this situation before where, like, in the past, it was like, okay, as long as I delete the tweet, whatever, you've already deleted it for me. If I admit to my wrongdoing, I get my account back. No admitting to my wrongdoing. They've determined after careful review a day after I made the tweet that I need to be taught a lesson. Right. Yep. But I will say I have used this time to clean up uh, both the Longbox Heroes and uh, add-outs with wrestling accounts. Okay. Um, unfollowing people that haven't tweeted in like six years. Um, making the, like, unfo- unless they follow us, uh, unfollowing the non-wrestling people from the wrestling account. Mm-hmm. 
and unfollowing the non-comic book people from the comic book account. Okay. Okay? So hopefully both of those are much cleaner experiences for all involved. Oh, I've noticed how much cleaner. Okay. The only thing I've noticed is that uh, now Longbox Heroes is organizing your comics. Right. Well, again, I, I started a thing that I had to, no, you know, keep rolling and... You know, I, I'm keeping my Pokemon stuff to myself on on those two accounts. You know, there you go. You got to get your own Pokemon account going. I'm not going to get a separate Pokemon account. But yeah, I saw you go down, and I was like, oh. "You're on their radar now." Sposo. Yeah, I know. You can't be messing up. You know who's never been on lockdown from Twitter? You, this guy, and me. I know what to do. I I should teach you your you Twitter should. school. You should. But so, anything but, else going on? Here? <laughs> but that's not the worst thing that happened this week. All right. So the worst thing that happened this week is um, Monday morning, after I thought things couldn't get much worse, right? Mm -hmm. I wake up Monday morning, 5.45 a.m. Um, effective today, Amazon is uh, terminating our associates account. Um, so it appears as though we violated the terms of service. Joe? Yes. Uh, we? Do you have a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> the royal we. Okay. Uh, that I violated the terms of services because the Amazon affiliate links that we provide do not give direct links to a specific item or items, which is what they're supposed to do. Now, this is new information to me because in the past, we were always told that we cannot push people to specific items or items to purchase. Okay. So I just had the links that were available through the Amazon associate things, which is like, it was the coding off of their page. Right. Right. And I just took the coding off of their page exactly as it was. I put it on our page and there you go. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when we had the issue, it was like a month ago and I had replied and I, I pled my case and I had that big red thing uh, on our account. And then, like, last week it went away. I yes. never got an email back from them. So I just assumed everything was okay, right? Sure. So then at, that's uh, Monday morning I wake up. I try to go into the account. I can't go to the account because the account has been terminated, right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, okay, if you want to file an appeal, you could do this. Um. Right, and it says, uh, go to the appeals section, but obviously it follows you in, like, a recursive loop where it says, like, obviously I, I'm i attempting to file an appeal for an account that no longer exists. Right. Right. So I have everything else written down, so I'm like, here's the account, and here's when we opened it. We've been following this since the beginning, and then all of a sudden this happened, right? Mm-hmm. So they said that we would hear back from them in a day and it's been two days and I haven't heard anything back from them. Right. Two days as we're recording this. I doubt we're going to hear anything back. Okay. Sure. It's not going to stop me from trying to appeal. Um, but I think that has been closed. Now the other part of it was, um, it says that, okay, the related accounts, unfortunately the at odds one goes away as well. Um, uh, da -da -da -da. okay. I removed all the stuff from the website, which I did. And it says, because you are not in compliance with our operating agreement, Amazon will not pay you any outstanding commission. Okay. <sighs> okay. So, again, I get that email at 545 in the morning on a Monday. One o'clock 
Pacific or one o'clock Eastern time in the afternoon, I get the email from Amazon that says, here's your November money. Okay. After I just got an email six hours earlier saying, or seven hours earlier, whatever the hell it was, saying we're not paying you, right? Mm -hmm. But here they are paying me. So I'm like, okay, well, that's positive, right? And, you know, when they send the money, it always takes like a day or two as it's pending. It's already cleared my account. I have the money for the month of November, but we lose out on December, which was a big month, I'll be completely honest with you, and January. Um, It sucks, you know? Um, but I'm going to just, you know, push one more time with the appeal in the hopes that I get a reply. You know what I mean? Cause like, I don't even get a reply. Like I'd be okay if they send me an account, a, a reply that just says, go fuck yourself. Right. Right. But they didn't even do that. I, I'm shocked that a big billion, you know, dollar corporation would, you know, screw the little guy. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I mean, take it out. Like, I, I just honestly think like Amazon was looking for a way. Like, we whatever happened happened. Like, you did the explanation. I don't need it again. But like, all they need, they're like, okay, we're, uh, no. But what I mean is to go into it because for what I'm going to explain, it doesn't need to be said. Just we did something, and they're like, oh, that's something we can use to take it away from, and we can get that penny back from every sale that they would have had, even though right. it doesn't make any sense because we're going to run people through to them. But if people were going to buy anything, then they get that penny. If they do this a hundred times, a thousand times, 10,000 times, a hundred thousand times, then the money that they make, you know what I mean? Like they're not going to do it to Joe Rogan or whoever who has like millions of followers, but to us, eh, we could do it. We can make a little bit back. And I look good because my, my paperwork says I saved us $50,000 this year. Sure. Yeah, I wish, but yeah, I just, no, I mean with, we're probably not the only one who got hammered. You know what I mean? I do believe it was just something that they're, they're starting to look to cut costs Mm -hmm. anywhere. And all you have to do is either fuck up and you're gone or they, you know, some trumped up charge. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, get rid of them. We were tired of these people. Right. And I, and like I said, I, I did the uh, online chat with the person as well. Mm hmm. And they went through all the checks and balances. They said, "Are do your your things look like this? Yes. Are you using these links? Yes." And they said everything looked okay, right? So right. what am I supposed to do, right? Right. And I mean, we don't even know what we were supposed to push if we were like, like I could see if they gave us like a link every week or every month. They're like, "This is the product of the week or month." Like, put this too in there, right? And we would have, but like you, we never, well, I'm, I'm saying we, but you never got anything like that, right? Yeah. Okay. Like that's, I don't know. I don't understand it. So Patreon, here we come. Well, right. So we, we still have the Patreon. Now I will throw this out to you and obviously Adam will hear this cause he listens and I'll give Adam the push, uh, when we record on Thursday, but you know, you could look to get one under your name. Adam would look to get one under his name, you know? I was just thinking that, too. We'll have right. to discuss, you know what I mean? Right. It's easy to set up, right? Right, right. Uh, but obviously, we've had ours. I, You know, I don't remember exactly what I had to do nine years ago when I set it up. Right. And then, obviously, using the links that they provide are not good. So, the other thing was, I was trying to investigate, because there was a guy that I follow on here maybe about five or six weeks ago, um, he had mentioned, he's like, he goes, remember a couple of years ago when every podcast had, uh, would ask you to link their Amazon account so they can get a small kickback 
Is that still a thing? I can't recall the last time I ever heard that mentioned. So like a bunch of people, like I, I, I replied and I said, yeah, I still have it for mine. And a couple people replied and said, yeah, they don't do it anymore. Yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then I see there was somebody who replied, right? And they said that we still have it, okay? And when I go to theirs, theirs is set up exactly the same way that it does. It just takes them to the Amazon landing page. Okay. So it doesn't take them to a specific item like the Amazon email to me said that we're supposed to do. Call the Amazon cops on them. Right. Well, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to narc somebody else no, I, out. I'm, I'm not going to say who this was or whatever it was. Right, but like, again, it's just like they they told me like there's like we found we saw that you're not in compliance. Fix the compliance. I spoke to the people. They said it was fixed. And then it's not fixed. So it's just frustrating more than anything else, you know? Yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, it's just it's just funny that, like, I get that email at, like, 5.45 on a Monday. They're like, yeah, you're not getting paid anymore. And then six hours later, they're like, here's your pay for November. Right. Yeah. So that's it. That's been my week. Uh, hopefully, as you're listening to this, uh, if you're not a Patreon person, I'll have my Twitter back. Oh, I'm counting the seconds. Mm-hmm. And I have a scathing uh, tweet ready to go. All right. I'll see you in two weeks after yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it, everybody. Uh, you know, go sign up for the Patreon if you want to help us out because <laughs> Amazon's not a thing anymore. Right. Um, you know, three years of catalogs, the previews catalogs, uh, three years of the bonus shows to a month. Go listen to the back catalog. I think Patreon, the way that it works is now they charge you from like when you sign up as opposed to like the beginning of the month. So like if you sign up today as you're listening to this on like what would be the third uh, for most of the non-Patreon folks, or even if you're a Patreon folks, but you're not at the $5 level, go change it from a dollar to five, do- five bucks, and, you know, you won't get, like, double-dipped, you know? Right. Yeah. That's all I got. Yep, I'm weak now, Joe. I don't know if I can do another show, so. All right. Well, we got no choice. We have to. Right. All right, everybody, thank you very much uh, for listening to Longbox Heroes After Dark 429. And uh, we'll see you all here next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.